Good morning. Welcome to another fun-filled adventure on Mind Surfer Radio. Today's topic is going to be a good one. It's about just accepting it's time. Time for what? What a great question. Now we can go into a bunch of tangents and make a bunch of funny jokes. But let's remember, like I talked about before, every time we throw a joke in, it's just because we're uncomfortable. And every time you throw a joke in when someone's giving an idea, you're throwing the idea off the rails. Oh my God, you're so sensitive. You're gonna get that from those people. And you're just gonna learn that over time, if you're around those people a lot, you're gonna get that within your own mind. That's one of the keys that when you start practicing mindfulness, when I do my mindfulness boot camp with my peeps, I talk about this and I'm hard about this. And I tell people, if you're gonna work with me, are you okay if I shove your face in the piss so you can really taste the piss so you never wanna fucking deal with that piss again? You know, that's not a good analogy. And uh, if you're forcefully telling people or putting people in the dirt, then you're, you're a bad person. It's all just metaphorical. It's really just telling you you're gonna be really uncomfortable while we go through the process. Of course, anyone who has an opinion while they're listening to anything anyone says, they're too busy thinking their own thoughts and not opening up their two ears to receive new information. It's a skill they haven't developed. They haven't developed how to shut the fuck up, look people in the eyes, turn off their thinking, and absorb. It doesn't mean you have to believe what you absorb. It just means can you take this new absorbed information and see how it overlays on what you believe. I bet you 80% is going to be a complete match. Like, yeah, we totally believe in that same stuff. 20% might be a mix between the things just don't line up at all and it's completely like you just don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. You didn't even think those perspectives. So therefore, how can that be true if I didn't even think of that before? This now allows us to recognize like, oh, wow, my ego is on a fucking high horse thinking I know everything. Because that's really what happens. When you become aware how dumb you actually are, it's an awakening or a bubble popping as I often refer to them. And here's the secret that you've heard in many other podcasts. If you just realized one or two bubbles in your life popped, you better hold on sunshine because there's gonna be like four, five, six other bubbles that are gonna pop. And I'm talking life-changing popping. Your arrogant ignorance is no longer going to hold up. You can stand there confidently looking down at people because you're better than them because whatever you think is so superior to everyone else. And that's okay, you can do that. Because the longer and longer you do it, the more and more people just realize, oh, really, you're one of those people? You know what, I didn't realize that. I thought you were a true innovator. I thought you were a humanitarian. I thought you believed in the collectiveness of the universe. I thought you believed in a higher power. I thought you believed that there's a magic in life. Well, you know, that's all just fancy stuff that you think about when you have time, but you know what the real reality of the world is? It's getting a mortgage. It's having a job. It's paying bills. That is why the spark of the supernova created the universe so that we could be paying motherfucking mortgage payments. You understand that's the reality and that's the world we live in. There's nothing we can do about it. It's always been like this. Always, always like, you mean a hundred years always? Always, it's all we know. 
No, it's all you know because all you do is sit in front of the TV and it's that classic picture that Frank Zappa created where it's a toilet flushing into a television box and the person's just sitting there absorbing the television. That Batman movie everyone hates where Jim Carrey's the Riddler. That's one of the greatest characters. It's the greatest depiction of what is going on right now. But it's been going on for like 40 years. Like this isn't just it happened overnight and it's not to say, oh, this person's to blame, that person's to blame, no. But if you're gonna blame someone for not being aware of something, that's on you. But if you didn't know you didn't know, it's not your fault. And that's why I created Mindsurfer Radio because my realities have been shaken multiple, multiple, multiple times now. Whether it's been through some really bad financial decisions and stupid shit that happens in life and bad companies and mistruths, clever people describing what makes them okay so they're not liars in their head, but they're definitely holding back information which then skews your decision making because maybe you would have taken a different decision if someone was just fucking honest to you. People looking out for themselves because at the end of the day, that's what people do. Everyone looks out for themselves because we live in a society where it's me, 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 me. It's not about I have your back, you have my back, we have each other's back. How do we do the best for ourselves? If you're not following the financial situation and the world situation and companies that are going bankrupt and merging and now getting record profits, like if you're not familiar with all this stuff, my podcasts may seem kind of like who cares? But when you look at it from the perspective larger than just your job. See, a lot of people get sucked into the whole like, well, my job's busy, therefore my opinion matters more. I respect that you chose a career that fucking sucks and it's hard, but you're helping people and whatever you choose to do is from the heart. I respect that, I love that. But when those in charge are manipulating or underfunding or skewing your departments or your development, or your growth, and that be as a company or as a socioeconomic factor and influence. When those things aren't being taken into consideration, yes, your job does increase in stress, but the impact of your company or of your industry in the world has an even bigger ripple effect. So when people like myself or anyone speak about the industry, if you get defensive about whatever that person says because like, oh my God, you're trying to take away my job. You're trying to take away this. You're trying to take it. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 chill. If you're not capable of looking at the truth because the truth has nothing to hide. Lies and deceit create anger because anger is a defense mechanism and the stronger your anger, the more you want to stand your ground because you know what you're doing has unanswered questions or unfavorable answers. This becomes tough. This is hard. I've gone through that. I know people going through that. People are having existential questions like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I recognize now my impact with my company or government agency or whatever. And every time you turn a blind eye because you love your paycheck, and every time you don't ask a question, every time you just complacently just fucking who gives a fuck, on behalf of humanity, you are fucking them too because you're just thinking about yourself. Oh my God, that's a lot of responsibility to think of. Yeah, but what if everyone did that? What if it wasn't just you? What if everyone had your back? How amazing would your life be? What if instead of your friends or your family talking about you behind your back, talking shit about you, lying about you, setting you up for bullshit, 
You can't talk to them. Taking information you give them and then spreading it. Like what if you didn't have that in your life? What if you had the opposite? What if you had people that you can call and like the first thing is say, hey, what do you need, man? Is it, uh, do you need me to listen? Or do you need me to come up with an action plan? It's like, you know what, for now, I just need to fucking vent. Be like, all right, you go, man. You just fucking vent. And as a person vents, the person listening doesn't get all fucking defensive. Because when a person vents, they are taking all the emotions that have been bottled up over X amount of time and they're just letting it unleash. Now, an amazing human being will just take it because they know and they're like, I'm here for you. Let me take that energy. And I'm not going to absorb it because I take it personal, but that is a lot of energy. And love is also an energy. So I'm going to take all their negative energy and I'm going to absorb it into me and transform it into love by listening actively and passively by giving the support and help you need. Now, let's be very clear. If you do this phone call five times a day for a month and you're just constantly calling people and bitching and venting, uh, you're going to wear out your people because taking in energy, although it's possible and it's helpful, but if I take in your energy, feel it, absorb it, let it fucking transmutate through my fucking mind, body, soul, and then convert it back and give it back to you with whatever you're hoping that you asked me for. So let's say you're like, I need a plan. I've been going through this. Because if you call for like a week straight or two, a month straight or two months straight and you're always talking about the same thing and finally that person is going to say, what's the plan? Which is what the mindsurfers.com, that's what I do. Is It's like, okay, you're at a point of life and everyone's getting annoyed with you because you're not taking responsibility for yourself. So I just help put a little plan in place for yourself. And then we just touch in and we just go, okay, man, how's this going? How's this going? How's this going? Because once we have the ability to just recognize, okay, I need something to change, but that means it's actively going to take effort from you. So if the people in your life are taking the energy and giving it back to you and like giving you an action plan or giving you ideas or giving you inspiration or whatever it is, and you never ever practice it or try it. And then you just keep calling and calling. Eventually people will tell you, or they don't want to tell you, they're just going to ghost you because they feel bad, but it's like, fuck, it's always the same shit. Like you are actively not doing anything. Now, people would say that about me 100% because they don't know what I'm doing. They don't believe in mindfulness. They don't believe in active visualization. They don't believe the skills of using the mind beyond watching TV or reading a book or drinking a wine or having a beer. Our minds are more powerful than, okay, you graduated high school. Here's your university diploma. You never have to think of anything new in your life again. You've made it. It's like the game board, the game of life. Okay, here's your little car. Here's your fucking 2.3 kids. Collect your $200 every time you go over the bridge and the troll says hi. Okay, I don't know if I've told this story. I'm going on a tangent. So what I do, I go on tangents. I know the story is horrible, but just I mentioned trolls and it made my soul laugh. And it's the worst thing in the world, but... So as you may or may not know, I used to be a safety manager at a construction company. So at some point, I'd reached the point where I was overseeing 4,000 employees and subtrades, about 28 jobs at a time with a budget of about a quarter billion dollars. That's what I was doing. I was 28, 29, whatever. But that was like at the peak. And so this was a little bit earlier before that when I was still a bit of a lower level at a different company. And so I had to organize first aid trainings, right? Because if you're the safety guy, you better know how to fucking do first aid. Now, I'm kind of a fun character, especially back in my 20s. I was still playing hockey. I was still fun. And we're in the first aid training class. And there was this gentleman who, like, he just looked like an ogre. It was weird. Like, I know it's a horrible thing to say. 
I don't know his name. I've never seen him again since then. I just tell the story like this. And so at one point, we uh, were doing the various tactics and CPR. And so then we finish the Heimlich maneuver for choking, right? And at this point, we're standing around a, a dummy on the ground. There's about, I don't know, a dozen of us. The teacher, he's kind of like old school military cut. Like he looks like a very prim and proper. He's always trying to be very polite and respectful of everyone in the class. Kudos to him. Amazing teacher. So then the, uh, the gentleman who could definitely pass as someone who took collections from under a bridge, he raises his hand and he goes, hey, what about choking on children? after we were talking about the Heimlich. And so I proceed to look at him and out loud say, you eat children? Now, at this point, I came a deadpan straight face. Half the class burst out laughing because they were all thinking it too. I burst out laughing and I look at the teacher whose face didn't move one micro muscle. I can't believe his expression and he just looked at me like are you fucking kidding me and so i just dropped my i had to like i was laughing i i stopped laughing and so then i started looking at my co-workers who were all like they're on the floor laughing one guy was cry laughing and so i'm looking at him like shut up dude like fuck you're making me look bad it was a one-time shot and so i look at the guy i'm like i'm totally kidding i just the way it came out it was just perfectly set up i'm it's all good but you could tell people like that was a pretty funny event why the hell was i talking about ogres again i forget how that went so in life as we take a look at how we help others how people are helping us how we've had to grow through situations how we may have hindered other people's growth how we may have been unknowingly a bigger obstacle to others than we were uh helpful hand. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying don't think of the good times too, but there's just this specific topic I'm talking about because the happiness, I help get into the habit of recognizing happiness. So I have a whole analogy of how I've created what happiness means to me. And actually happiness is the wrong word. I don't use that word anymore. I've used a new focal word as in joy and contentment because I can be joyous or content, but look motherfucking stupid. Stoic. And people might even say, what's wrong? I'll be like, what's wrong? What's wrong is that not enough people are looking around and embracing the beauty of mother nature all around us. The clouds are as puffy as cotton candy. The birds are flying like a Disney movie. The trees are swaying. The green is so lush. The sun beaming down and just absorbing into my skin, reminding me that I'm a motherfucking solar powered being. We are made from the same molecules that the entire universe is made of. We are stardust. And when one of the bubbles bursts, like I'm talking the death one, the one where you go to the other side and you come back. Some people believe it, some people don't. I've been through it multiple times. I don't give a fuck about anyone's opinion. Like, that's not true. Cool. You know what? I'm excited for you to go through what you're about to go through. When you go through it. And it's not about me being evil it's about me being i am you you're me we're one of the same people you don't get it yet and all of this is just a distraction from what's to come well, what's to come I'm like all that part i don't know i don't but i know it's wonderful and beautiful and it's all about love and what does love mean love means just helping each other it means 
being a better influence than a bad one. Love means no fucking judgment. It means you're not better than everyone else. It means every time you open your fucking mouth and you give an opinion about someone else who's not there and it's not a helpful opinion, you are your own worst enemy. You are needing to become aware of your fucking standing in the universe. This is not judgment. This is observation. What does good mean? I don't know. It depends what it means to you. If you live by conditional good, as in like, I will be good as long as I make enough money. I will be good as long as you treat me well. I will be good as long as I have a good paying job. I will be good as long as you don't take my stuff. So it's the conditional goodness is delusional. And it's one of those foundations when you build your foundation of life. Like this is an example I use. Like it's the worst example. I like it. It's just, it's so dumb. But imagine you lived up in the Arctic and you're building a home. So you build this home and the foundation, this guy, he's a great sales guy, a super funny, super quirky, always has a quick whip to say and genuinely a nice guy. And he 100% believes the company he works for. So he's not lying. He believes everything that he's saying because... Why would the company lie? And he needs to feed his kids. So he's, got, he's a family man, his wife, everyone. He tries to keep her as a stay-at-home mom because he realizes for her to go to work to pay for someone to take care of the kids is absolutely asinine. Wouldn't you want the first few years of the development of your little human child to be with the nurturing, loving, caring awesomeness of one of the parents? And if you're offended that I keep mentioning mother, well, I think there's a really strong bond between a child and its mother. She fucking harnessed it for nine months and then shit it out like a fucking watermelon. I can never know that experience. Never. And there's so many fucking guys who think they know everything. And I'm like, man, someone just shove a watermelon up and then out of his ass both ways. Just so at least they can know the pain. Because when you don't even understand it, let alone... I think there was a study done that when a child's born, they even have a strand of the grandmother's DNA. I don't know, I forget exactly how it was. Maybe it was just a meme and maybe it's all bullshit, but it kind of made sense. But they're determining that it's, you have this lineage inside of you and a part of two human beings that are also alive while you're alive. If you have that privilege, of course, everyone has their different circumstances. And when people understand like, man, I'd rather my child be raised by their mother now there's some moms out there like, fuck that, I wanna go to work cause fuck these kids are a pain in the ass. Well, you should have thought of that before fucking having kids cause I don't know, like I understand it's expensive right now. And at the end of the day, who cares? Like my opinion doesn't fucking matter. And if we all had our fucking own money and money didn't exist the way it did and it was proper wealth distribution and you didn't have to work three jobs, my opinion could fucking actually give a fuck. I bet you, you all believe the same thing as me. Like, of course we would love to have our time with our kids, but we can't. Like, you're gonna fucking pay for me? I'm like, dude, I can barely pay for myself. So I hear you. And it's just, I get it. Conversation and the stuff that needs to be talked about. And this is where it gets tricky sometimes because as soon as you bring up a topic that someone's sensitive about, oh, now we have to dumb down the conversation to the most offensive in the room because they don't know how to handle their emotions because having an actual logical, well thought out discussion hurts feelings. And if feelings are hurt, then there's no way we should move forward. We have to ignore, everyone ignore this fact and this problem because we're not allowed to talk about it because Sally there, she's really hurt about it. Really hurt. And let's all stop progress as an evolution, okay? We're all gonna stop progress. Okay, Sally, 
You feel better now? Humanity won't move forward until you decide your feelings aren't hurt anymore, okay, Sally? You all okay? Oh, you're good with that? Oh, that's so good. Thanks, Sally. Oh, and Sally, when you recognize how far up your fucking ass your head is and how much of a fucking self-centered, selfish cunt you are, come let us know and then we'll give you a hug because that's a bubble popping. And it's okay because when that bubble pops that we are a self-centered asshole cunt, because I was, I can admit it. And I've actually called certain people and I'm like, hey, you know what? I was a fucking asshole. I'm so sorry. They're like, no, it's okay. You're still one of the good ones. Like I've had exes tell me that, which I'm happy. So I think all in all, as much as I have not been a perfect guy and I have not been marriage material, I've never disrespected or hurt anyone intentionally and in an irreparable way. And over the years, I've had to reach back and be like, hey, did I do this or what? When I did this, did you interpret this? Because I need to learn. Because I've had people gaslight me and tell me shit that I did in my life. I'm like, I didn't do that. So then I would contact other people to confirm. They're like, you never did that. I'm like, well, these people saying I did. Like, well, they're fucking assholes. I'm like, I know, right? Dude, gaslighting is real. And when you have people in your life who constantly deny truths, they make up their own facts so their stories make themselves feel better. Be aware of gaslighters. They are going to be people who basically take sledgehammers to your knees and your foundation of life because they do not want you to ever grow. They need to see you be less than them. And you're going to recognize people stay away from these people. And so when you see people who don't have a lot of friends, there's a reason for that. Friends are easily made all over the world. But if you don't know how to be a friend, and it may be because, well, I don't trust anyone. Well, maybe you don't trust anyone because that's what you do to other people. Whenever someone explains what's wrong with someone else, start recognizing what the word projection means. It means you're projecting onto others what's your issue with yourself. It doesn't mean what you're saying isn't true. It could be that's why you're friends because you both do that. And that's one of those subconscious magnetic forces that brought you together because you're so similar. There does come a point, however, when you go through all this, this conversation, like this is the time. Like Mind Surfer Dude, how do you know when the time is? Oh, you know, you know. And it was usually really, 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 really traumatic. And when it's traumatic, like really traumatic, like I, I immediately had to go see a counselor because I was like, ah, like everything around me is falling apart. Nothing is going the way I, I thought. And the counselor was okay. It's like, it's what you get when you get free government assistance or company assistance. Like it wasn't the swankiest of places and you can tell she was not someone who woke up in the morning with bright eyed, bushy tail and wanting to go help people. She was like, fuck, seven years away from retirement. I fucking can't stand human beings, but I get a paycheck. And there's so many depressed people that her schedule is full. So her job is her job. She goes home, judges, criticizes. She is greater than thou. That's the kind of energy I got from this person. So she would give me advice like, oh, try mindfulness. I'm like, yeah, I kind of have been like whatever and blah, blah, blah. I'm like meditation. She goes, yeah, yeah, you know, it's all the same. You can try that stuff. Like, is there anything else I can do? Well, you know, just, you know, keep coming to these meetings because obviously that's, I think I got six or seven free of those. And by the last one, it's like, really? Now what? You have that moment. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Everything in my life has changed. Everything in the split second, in the snap of the finger, in the Iron Man end game snap. And then you fucking fall down. And then you get up and you look at the rubble of your life around you. 
And you're like, holy fuck, it's all gone. That house I believed in, gone. All my memories, everything I had, gone. Fire, flood, disaster, gone. Mudslide, earthquake. My family, car crash, gone. Where'd they go? Life said no more, gone. Oh, industry's changing, robots took my job. This entire factory in this city's gone, gone. Highest paying job in the community, gone. Now what happens when that happens? All the financial planners lose their jobs, the car companies, the maintenance companies, all the people who need the people who are making money to make money, they're all affected, gone. You invested money in some amazing product, it's gonna make you money, it's an investment, it's a this, it's a that, it's an idea, gone. All the money's gone. No, how's that possible? It's not possible, oh yeah, it's possible, baby, gone. And then you're going to fucking go through different stages. And if you want to know what that's about, look up morning loss. I did a podcast this season, season two, episode three. It's called An Unexpected Loss. It was recorded two hours after I found my cat was hit by a car and succumbed to her injuries. And I just did an authentic feeling and expression of what I was going through in that moment. I don't know why I was inclined to do that, but I felt like it was the greatest gift I could get. In a situation was absolutely fucking heartbreaking for me. For my rescue kitty to have had such more life to live, like she was less than three years old. And I just spent an hour and a bit talking about what I was going through, what I was feeling. Talking about stuff I never talk about. Talking about stuff that you're not allowed to talk about with certain people. Because certain people just never learned how to think beyond what they know. And emotional intelligence is a skill that has not been passed on. And I don't want you to think that women are better at it than men because it's not true. Emotional intelligence is not being able to cry. That's, (laughs) over crying is just as bad as not crying. Emotional intelligence becomes the ability to be mindful of your fucking soul. And if you're not mindful of your soul and you're one of those Women who think, well, I'm a woman, so therefore we are emotional. I'm like, yeah, that's a problem. You're over-emotional and men are under-emotional. So Mind Surfer has the conversation on how to fucking blend the two. And then you're doing many things. And I don't want to get into the whole fucking couples thing. I'm going to use it just standard because it's what I know. Interpret it how you wish. And if you're offended that I don't use the terminology you like, well, good, perfect. You found a great thing to be distracted about. And when you want to get your fucking head out of your ass and actually learn about stuff other than what a distraction is, fine, go ahead. But this has nothing, I'm not going to spend more times like this. seems like I always have to fucking like, preempt shit. So I'm going to talk about couples, a guy and a girl. That's it. If that offends anyone, why are you listening to me? I'm sure a lot of my stuff offends you. So anyways, so when you have a guy and a girl in a relationship and one has a high emotion and one has a, you know, no emotion, and this could be for anyone. It could be the guys are high emotion. It could be the girls are low emotion. Whatever the magnetism of the universe has brought you two together was to have that specific union, to have that specific moment together. That doesn't mean it's forever. It just means for that exact moment in time, it's what you needed to go through what you're going through. I know it can be hard to understand and wrap your head around. Like, well, wait, I thought we're supposed to be married for life. I'm like, nothing is for life. That's the point. When that moment in life happens, you don't get to prepare. So whether it's up, whether it's down, sometimes I've been over-emotional, sometimes I've been under-emotional. As we start learning and taking a look at ourselves and recognizing that the people we're with become part of our journey. And how much are we being manipulative? How much of it is about us being egotistical? We're being 
narcissistic. We're just looking out for ourselves. Well, of course I have to look out for myself. If I don't look out for myself, no one will look out for myself. And if that's how you believe, then wow, what a sad world. And But that's your reality. You grew up in a reality that that's what you learned. I'm just here to say that when you find a good group of people, that reality can change. Everyone's reality can change. Because guess what? Whoever you are listening to me, I live a different reality than you. And you may or may not like it. And you may or may not agree with it. And you may or may not even fucking believe it. And that's like me swimming in a natural sonote under the moon with a jungle breeze. And then someone saying, well, no, you're not actually doing that. I'm like, yeah, but I am. Like, no, I, I don't believe you. I'm like, here's a picture. That's Photoshopped. Okay, then I'm glad we're having this conversation. Question mark. But I am. I'm always glad to have those conversations because if I recognize someone is so blatantly just <laughs> out in their world, their reality, because their reality is not believing other people's realities. Now I know. Now I know how to handle and approach these situations. And over time, I've created methods and abilities to change my habits. So when I meet these people, it's like, oh my God, like instead of being triggered by it, and it's not your fault that you're triggered. It, you're triggered because your soul's trying to tell you, hello, wake up, wake up, there's shit going on, we have stuff to do. Because once you actually wake up and find your purpose within this world, and you're like, oh my God, I'm so excited to share with others. I'm so excited to help others. And all those people who don't believe in anything I do or anything these people talk about, and they only believe, what the TV? So why would the TV lie to me? Why would the TV lie to me? Don't tell me the TV lies to me. I've trusted the TV since 1943. The TV is the greatest invention ever made. How dare you talk about the TV that way? You go, I'm gonna like whip you. We're gonna give them some whipping, get my belt. Beth, get my belt. We're going to whip this boy until we tell you fucking learn whatever the TV says, the TV says. And if you don't fucking listen to what I say, I'll beat you. That's how we make sure you learn here. That's how you keep an open mind with the fucking whip. Because once you whip it hard enough, your skull cracks open and there's your open mind. I wish that was a joke. And of course, it's funny because I exaggerated it a bit. But we know that that's how it was not so long ago. And now the old school people who wish they could beat people. Like there's a lot of people who wish that hitting came back into play. And it's like, wow, we are evolving as a human species on how to talk and have emotional conversations. And your idea is to revert back to being a fucking caveman or cave woman. Like that's your plan. So your plan is we have now infinite information. We have amazing communication. We have the ability to translate languages instantly so that there's no more miscommunication and we can understand each other's perspectives. Yet, your idea is to go back to fucking beating each other. Uh, cool. Like, I, I, I guess, maybe. Like, our police forces should be people. No, I'm not saying to do this now because I'm not stupid. There's some bullshit happening and I, I can't even imagine being a police officer right now. It, you know, you go in there because you want to help the community, but then the community's scared of you and then you're like well wait why is the community scared of me i'm here to serve and protect them i'm like yeah but you guys walk around like fucking football players with weapons and it's like it's weird and there is again ideas and television pumping the division and it just feels like there's been a loss of the connection like if people are going to be helping the community well, the community needs to help itself too. Like if you're constantly relying on 
the firefighters or the paramedics or the nurses to always fix your fucking problems. Well, what is causing you to have these problems in the first place? And this is where, and I'm excited for this. I really am because I meet so many inspiring people. And I'm going to tell you, most of them are younger because they've got their head out of their ass because they've seen how the old people in their life are trying to convince them, go have a kid, get a house, get a job, blah, 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 blah. And from there, these kids are like, wait, and I'm saying kids, like I'm talking to anyone out of 35. And they're like, what the fuck? Why would I do that? Like you are handcuffed to this debt on an item that is never going to appreciate more than it can right now because mathematically it's impossible. The average salary versus the average home, there's no way salaries are going to go up that much to ever be able in one more generation to continue this. John Oliver did an amazing episode yesterday on the PACE loan and it has to do with new energy, sustainable energy for your home. But it's actually a loan that's being given out by contractors. So contractors go door to door saying, hey man, like you know you qualify. It's a government program, which it's not. And with this, you're gonna have tons of savings. But then they just do a bunch of renos. The savings don't, because they don't even do a cost analysis of what the savings would be. And then the thousands and thousands of dollars of renos get put onto their tax bill, which becomes a lien. And if they can't pay it, they lose their house. We're talking people are losing their homes over a few thousand dollars or putting themselves in dire straits, right? People aren't out there protecting other people. People are out there just making a buck. So you've got this guy out in the ice selling, kind of like these renovation guys. And John Oliver does a great analogy. He goes, these contractors are not the greatest people to give financial advice. Oh, that's so offensive. Okay, let's put it this way. I would trust my financial advice from a contractor as much as I would trust my banker to regrout my bathroom wall, which is a direct reference to the John Oliver episode. He nailed it beautifully. So if you're offended by like, oh, I can't believe you think I'm a, a blue collar, low scum level person who can't handle finances. No, I just think finances are way more complicated than you realize. And if you understand that you are putting people in a position to lose their homes so you can make money, you're kind of an asshole. Well, I need to look after my family. I'm like, I know, I get it. And so be it, be that person. So here's my example, back to the guy up north in the Arctic. So he's selling these awesome black and brown ice cubes. They're like made of rock. So he's convincing the people to build the foundation of their home on these extra solid rock pieces. Because if they use regular ice, it's just gonna, it's just ice. It's not as strong as rock. Now this rock just happens to have an ice coating around it so that it looks like the rest of the house, right? So then the sun comes out and I like to use the analogy of the sun as in like you see the light, like the light finally comes out. You lived in a place where there was never sun for a long period of time. Something happens, the sun comes out and you're like, oh my God, it's so bright, it's so warm. Then you're like, wait, okay, this is uh, new. I've never felt this feeling before. And all of a sudden you start looking at those black brown rocks at the bottom of your fucking solid foundation because you built your whole life on this foundation because you were told this is the strongest foundation you could ever find. Is just the way it's built. It's just the way it is. It's how our society standard is. It's always been like this. 
and the sun keeps beaming down and beaming down. The rest of the house is fine, but the bottom is like, what the fuck's wrong? Because, you know, let's say they used wood at the top, and then they used stone as the foundation on the bottom, right? It's not an igloo. Like, the guy built the house, and he used these rock foundations. And so as the fucking sun is beaming, all of a sudden he goes into the house, and he's like, holy shit, the, the floor is getting mushy. And so he's living in his house, and he has a couple of choices. He's starting to realize, like, fuck, this rock isn't rock. It's, it's something mushy, and... It smells weird. Now you can get out and get help and recognize like, holy fuck, I got to tear this down and rebuild, but I'm going to do it in a methodical way because the foundation is still holding for now. My house structure is still built. So I can at this moment step out and realize, holy shit, this is a preventative repair I need to do because shit's about to get real. Or you can ignore it because you're like, no, 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 man, the sales guy was here. You even call him back and sales guys go, I don't know, this is weird. Like, you'll be fine. Don't worry. This is normal. It's just settling. Once it settles, it'll re-strengthen. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. This is how this stuff works. It's like this greatest foundation ever. And by this point, you know, the sales guy's been there 20 years. He knows the ins and outs. He just pretends like it's always his first day because that's how it allows his soul to sleep at night because otherwise, you know, you might actually have to build a conscious of knowing that certain people uh, were only able to afford this literal pile of shit that you sold them. While you know that other real rock formations you sold were great. Like there are some products you sell are fantastic. And then other ones, it's like, really? Why does that product even exist? Oh, so we can take money from poor people. Oh, oh. So you just basically make up a shitty product, literally. And then you just let them go to shit, literally. Oh, well, I wouldn't use those words, but okay. Now, there's people who are like, okay, they'll believe that seller of the rock of the melting rock and they just keep sinking and sinking and they're up to their net in bison shit it turns out it's bison shit that the guy you know they've compacted it up and froze it up and pretend like it's a rock and they tell you it's a rock it's new compressed buffalo rock but then it turns out it's actually buffalo shit that was frozen it takes some people a long time to even recognize that they've been fooled You've been had, I'm sorry. And when you start recognizing the Dunning-Kruger effect that you don't know as much as you think you know, I talk about this in many other podcasts. The Dunning and Kruger effect is the more you know, the more you realize you don't know anything. And then the more you start learning that you don't know anything, sends you down a path of learning more because you're like, wait, oh, if this is this, this means this is, oh, that means that. So wait, my misinterpretation of this, because yes, it's true, but if this, this, and this meet the conditions. So I used to argue that this was my big stance, but my stance was wrong the whole time. Holy fuck, I'm an idiot. And like I said, there's about seven, eight, nine different versions of the Dunning-Kruger effect in your life that you have to be aware of. Now, let's pretend you've been working a job for 40 years and you're a master at your job. And I already talked about this in other episodes. People create this false sense of confidence by taking the confidence of their one specific domain and implementing it in all aspects of their life. And then they'll go around giving financial advice. Like I've heard people give financial advice. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, do not tell that to people. What man, like it worked for me and blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I had to take courses. I had to get certified. I used to sell this shit. I'm like, you will fucking get sued if you tell people that. Oh, but I don't do it as a profession. I'm like, well, then you're just an asshole. Because if you go around giving people advice because you think you're so smart, 
there's repercussions to that. If you defend people because you think, well, I like them, I like the cut of their jib, so you just defend and repeat what they say, and you don't take the time to analyze and read and see other points of view, and you only like listening to your own echo chamber, like no one can ever show you information different from what you like as the information. That is suffering from Dunning-Kruger effect and is just having the ability to recognize like, holy shit, I'm not as, as fucking smart as I thought I was. Again, this isn't an insult. It's a realization that your entire foundation that you thought was built on rock is going to melt into shit if you don't do something and you have the choice. You can be like, holy shit, I have noticed my foundation is getting a little soggy Maybe it would be in my best interest to remove myself from this foundation. And maybe I don't need such a big fucking foundation anyways. Because there was a time when my parents grew up and my grandparents grew up. We're like eight kids in a two-bedroom house. And now we're two kids in an eight-bedroom house. The world has gone mad. Everyone wants to pretend like they're rock stars. It's like, I'm just living off credit. Yeah, but what if that fucking Thanos snap of the finger... Fuck, my finger snapping sucks today. But what if it happens and you lose that job or the house gets destroyed by a natural disaster and they're told, sorry, you're not covered. It's an act of God. Are you making light of tragedy? No, I have the balls to talk about tragedy and to acknowledge it exists and that there's going to come a time when you try to share with others what your tragedy is, but no one gets it. And that's when people become depressed. That's when people start taking drastic actions because they look and they're like, all their bubbles popped, all the realities. And when they try to talk to others about the realities, those people are still living in their bubbles because it's comfortable and it's working for them. And they don't believe it's possible because people think if they become aware of it, then that becomes the reason why something bad happens. So staying ignorant, like ignorance is bliss. By staying ignorant, you don't have to change any habits, you get to keep living life exactly the way it is. But maybe you're just at the point where you're just like, I don't want to keep living life exactly the way it is. Maybe it's time for me to shift a direction. Maybe you don't have a choice. Maybe you got a health concern. Maybe you've just got a new lease on life. And now what? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Is it the time to just realize, holy shit, I nearly died. Like I thought I was done. But the universe gave me another chance and I don't have to be the person I was before. I don't have to believe the bullshit I was believing before. I don't need to have all the fancy stuff to impress assholes I don't give a fuck about. I don't have to sell my soul to pay for shit I don't even need anymore. I don't need the approval of others anymore. As we decide to take that choice and make that decision and follow our heart, follow what's really inside of us. Oh no, the windows are open. The rain is, oh shit, that's coming in. Oh my God. Ermagerd, oh, sun shining, poofy clouds and a big rain. Whew. If you saw my stairs, these stairs are suicide stairs. They're, I guess they're wide enough. They're three feet wide, but they spiral down. Actually, I'd say they're two and a half feet wide. They spiral down. It's all made out of metal. Woo! So when you're going through that moment and you're like, hey, I have another chance. Like this all happened to me through other stories that I'm not going to share now, but there's some near death. I've had some plant medicine experiences over the past few years that 
have brought me back to experiences in my life that I was like, holy shit, I didn't understand that back then. I thought that was just a dream or I thought that was just, I didn't know what it was. Well, I knew it was something, but I just kind of forgot it. And then I've had experiences where through meditation, I've reached other places and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I am conscious at this moment, but I am not where I was like two minutes ago or 10 seconds ago. And then what happens is you start getting into your mind. And that's where I practice mindfulness where it's like, okay, once you start reaching the stage, how do you maintain the focus? And by maintaining the focus itself becomes a mind trick because it's like, fuck. As soon as you start thinking, you lose connection. But the ability to finally recognize like, oh shit, this is how we connect to whatever it is we're connecting. We need to work on ourselves. We need to practice. If you took the time to work on yourself for the equal amount of time that you gossip, talk shit about, create rumors, and do anything about judging others. So if you take 20 minutes a day doing that, well, take 10 minutes a day working on yourself, your mindfulness, your self-analogy, and that's the shit I do in my mindfulness boot camp. It's fucking how to fucking do that shit. Because if you're not able to even understand how to do it, then you're gonna have a hard journey, which is what I did. I had a really hard journey because I didn't need anyone to show me what I was doing. And I had to do it all through learning and reading and then through some exercises and lots of meditation. And then over the time of six years, I've put together a book that I'm completing now that details how to do all this shit, how to become aware, how to develop your mindfulness, your compassion, your Christ consciousness connection. Cause that's what it really comes down to. Once you hit Christ conscious connection, that's the game changer. That's when you're like, holy fuck, none of these bozos matter. Just like I don't matter. And we all matter at the same time. Mind surfer, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, exactly. But when it does, then you're going to be like, oh, it's like the wise Kung Fu master. I forget what it was from. I'm assuming it was Beverly Hills Ninja where with Chris Farley, amazing movie. And he says something to the effect, of course, I can't remember the quote, but he goes to the effect of, first you must conquer the battle within, and then you move forward with those without. And he looks at him and goes, without what? It's like, exactly. Because until you understand what that means, because you may laugh and be like, yeah, that's funny. And then you think about it, you're like, yeah, but really, what, what, what does that mean? And it's like, yeah, because until you philosophically understand the essence of it, you go, huh, yeah, nothing outside of us matters. It's only how we react and how we engage in the present moment that matters. So you can be a victim to everything. You can, everything in life could be a stress. Everything can be a something, an obstacle. Everything could be something for you to cry about every day. And it's possible. I know I could. I know everyone could. That's just playing life in the easy mode. You just react to how you feel. Mm, my feelings, my feelings are important. Dude, your feelings don't matter. Your feelings are a distraction. Your feelings are kind of a, a monitor of how you feel in a situation that allows you to know how to move forward and how to have interactions in those events. There comes a point where we have to tell ourselves, okay, it's time. You stand up, 
you see your big pile of shit house that melted because everything you were told, everything you, the building blocks of your life have all fallen because you were told if you did this, get this job, get a mortgage, get a car loan, have a kid, have two kids, have a wife. So now you're like $800,000 in debt by the time you're 28 and then your life's gonna be happy. So that big pile of shit has now melted and you're holding your dick in your flappy vagina because you're like, fuck, fuck. And then it's everyone else's fault because they're gonna tell you it's everyone else's fault. But guess what? No one gives a fuck. You're a big person. You're an adult. You made the choices you made. You wanted to pretend you were a rock star making 48 grand a year living in a fucking million dollar house? Like you think that was mathematically gonna work? Between taxes, maintenance, car repairs, new tires, oil changes, water pumps, water tanks, heaters, air conditioners, new roofs, new windows, new flooring, new kitchen, dishwasher, man cave, she shed, all the bullshit, because you think you're cool. I'm so fucking cool, I'm the coolest. I'm the fucking coolest motherfucker in the world. Then all of a sudden you lose your job, so now you went from making 48 grand a year to 32 grand a year, and you needed to actually make 50 grand a year, so not only did you already live in a bit of a deficit, now you're just fucked. So now your whole home foundation is shot and there comes a point where you have to just accept it. Or your health is being rattled and all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not who I was before and no one gives a fuck about my situation. Not that they should. I'm not saying anyone should. Fuck it. Look at healthcare. The treatment of patients and shit at healthcare is not because the people who work in healthcare don't love people. It's the opposite. They spent years of their life learning to help and they spend their entire life handling us at our most disgusting, sickly, shitty part of life. And we get pissed at them because they don't do everything we want because they're so fucking understaffed, underpaid, overworked, like so overworked. And that goes for every department. But then, you know, at the other side, on the flip side, it's like, well, why do they need to be paid so much? Because life keeps going up in price. And if they can't afford to live, then how the fuck, how fair is that? Like, you have people taking care of other people, spending tens of thousands of dollars to be educated, and then we expect them to not be paid well? We have people putting their lives at risk for other people, and we expect them not to be paid well? We have people working in institutions for people who choose not to be productive members of society and, and the opposite, they try to hurt society. So we put them in rehabilitation centers, I guess. I guess they call them that, but I guess it's prisons. And we're not giving them a good chance to even come out good. So that's a whole other, my English good. Like we don't even give them a chance to have a fair shot when they come out because there's no rehabilitation. But that's a whole other topic I don't want to get into. But the people who take care of those people, they need to be paid well. Like they're putting their life, because if something were to happen, it's not a easy peasy, fun environment to work. If anything, that's gotta be mentally draining and exhausting. And it's easy to point fingers at all. Oh, look at the bad apples, because it's just true, there are bad apples. And what needs to happen is the good apples need to fucking say, hey, whoa, 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 this fucking, these bad apples are rotting the batch and we need to fucking get some help here. And the problem is there is no help. There's no more money. There is no budget. 
if people don't see this, like this is part of the problem. And there's so much division right now in the world. And it's so easy to point fingers. And I see it. Hey, guess what? I've done it. I'll take ownership of it. I've got caught up in the finger pointing. And what I'm realizing is no longer about finger pointing. It's about how can we have a discussion? Because there's always two sides to the equation. And it's not to dismiss either side. Everyone as a human being has the right to be who they are. The only time it becomes an issue is when the person whose being is affecting others in a negative way. And if the choices you're making and the decisions you're making are hurting people drastically in ways where they can no longer help themselves or they're being physically harmed or they're abused or they're being constrained and humanitarian rights are being violated because there have been wars in this past century that happened because governments tried to take over. This isn't made up. This is real. This is not fantasy. Your grandparents died in wars to allow us to have the freedom to allow doctors to say, hey, uh, I've been doing research and apparently this is real information. No, put him in jail. Shut him up. He's fined. And everyone, public flogging. Let's make fun of people. <laughs> we are so better than thou. Oh my God, you are so stupid. You stupid people. All oh, stupid. <laughs> Now imagine being that arrogant and ignorant and on your high horse. Like I have a family friend who wished me ill because they didn't like that I asked questions. They wished me ill, like, well, I hope you get it, with a little heart after. And so I replied, I'm like, really? You wish ill will on others? I was just joking. I'm like, no, you weren't, because we were having a serious discussion. And your go-to argument, because their argument held no water, but they're one of those people who believe because they're old, they're intelligent. And it's like, I'm sorry, wisdom doesn't come with age. Wrinkles do, because that's what happens, especially when you don't maintain vitality, when you don't go for a walk every day, when you don't exercise the mind, when all you do is shove your face full of food and your mind full of TV bullshit, you're not growing your mind, you're just doing and listening to what it says. And good for you, if that's working for you, good. If your life isn't working out for you and you are way more depressed than you thought you should be at this age, there's a good chance that's your soul telling you like, hey man, like what are you doing? Why do you keep getting mad at everyone else? Why do you keep getting mad? Because, hey man, I'm your soul and we're here. We're here to play. We're here to develop. We're here to create this fake construct you created. What's, what's going on? You need to wake the fuck up. Like you're about to die. You've only got a few more years. At what point are we going to fucking help others? At what point are you going to wake up to realize we are one connected with everyone else. At what point are you going to realize our ancestry started tens of thousands of years ago? No, it didn't. My ancestry started, my ancestry started in 1150. Oh, so then you didn't have family before then? Well, that's irrelevant. Fine. Okay, perfect. Great answer. And so you just put up a roadblock and now your soul is like, but wait, we need to go down that path. I don't want to go down that path. I've looked far enough. And your soul's gonna be like, I wanna go through this wall. I wanna go through this wall. And you're like, no, I don't care about my ancestry. And eventually, you're gonna see how our ancestry connects millennia and that there's more to this world than just paying the mortgage, paying your bills. Look up to your boss and say yes. Oh, when I had that advice given to me recently, you know, in life, always know someone's looking down at you and you have to just 
acknowledge your role and just say yes. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a yes man like you. Because if you tell me to do something, I'm gonna tell you why or I'm gonna ask. And if you get upset with my questions and your whole idea is, well, how dare you question me? I pay your checks or I'm older than you or I'm the head of the family or I'm whatever position of insert that person who says this to you because they think their ego is in charge because they're older. They've been around here longer. I'm 75, whatever I say goes because I know everything. And as soon as you meet that person, just know that you've met someone who knows so little about life and when their fucking life crumbles, because it will, and it may be when they die because (laughs) it's when you go to the other side that you really find out. And if you want to hear a good book or read a good book, The Afterlife of Billy Fingers. It totally relates to a big part of what I went through when I went to the other side. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe someone explains it in the way that I saw it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. And as we see that the choice we make to wake up and become part of our ancestry and recognizing that within ourselves and within our community and within everyone around us, we are all connected to the same oneness Whatever God you want to refer to, they all exist in their own way. Those prophets and stories weren't just made up. It is an accumulation of events that occurred by all those different events or different deities or whatever you want to call them. Can I explain it perfectly? No. But have I seen it? I have met deities that I didn't even know were part of religions until after. And I started Googling images and I was like, wait, that's who I saw. This is who I talked to. I'm like, I have never studied this religion ever. Like, how the fuck do I even know this? And what they showed me was very dark, but then very enlightening. And I was like, holy shit, it's all one of the same. Anyways, that's a whole other philosophy. This thing might have gone a little too hippity-dippity woo-woo-woo for you, and that's cool. Like, if you don't understand that the next step of humanity is the evolution of the mind, that's the revolution coming up. It's not grabbing weapons and arming. No, that's fucking, if you want to do that, the system is designed for you to go to jail and you will be imprisoned and violence will not be tolerated. But what will be, for now, uh, allowed is the freedom to open your mind and be aware of the truth within yourself and learning how to handle the external events from without. I'm sure I'm butchering that, that joke, but you get the gist of it. I knows you do's. This is the time. This is the time that we say, hey, no more, or I start now. This is the time where I don't need to do this habit anymore. This is the time where I want to start this habit. This is the time I no longer sulk and play misery and it's everyone else's fault. It's easy for you to say, mind surfer, dude. You don't have my life. Well, I guess. And if that's how you feel, I would really recommend going to see a counselor. I'm not a life coach as like a lot of people think I'm a life coach. I'm like, fuck life coach. I'm a mindfulness fucking boot camp instructor where I fucking get your mind to start fucking shifting out of its bullshit rut. But you have to admit you're in a rut. You have to admit that you need to put work in. You have to admit that you're going to put like six hours a week into fucking working. And you're like, oh, I don't have that amount of time. Oh. I need to binge watch Netflix at least five hours a day. I need to watch minimum six hours of sports every night. I don't have time for six hours a day. Good luck with that. I'm like, dude, I don't need luck. Good luck to you. 
I'm the universe personified to give you the ability to challenge your mind and the status quo. If you love the status quo, if everything in your life is perfect, then don't change. I don't want everyone to change because there's this misconception that because some people want to help others, they want everyone to change. So no, if you are happy with everything about your life and that everything is perfect and that you're the king of your castle or you know what, that might sound a little facetious, but you completely do not believe nothing can improve or needs to be better, congratulations, you're fucking one of the very few. But every day, as much as I appreciate everything I have, I strive every day to learn and be better, learn and be better, learn and be better. I know that many of the Mind Surfer radio podcasts can seem harsh, I know it. I try to keep them light and fun, but at the end of the day, there's enough airy, fluffy material out there. And when I talk about mindfulness, I'm not talking about, okay, we're gonna take a deep breath, and then we're gonna exhale. Like, of course we do talk about it. I do help you with it. But if we're gonna spend an hour together, I'm not fucking breathing with you. If, if you don't wanna breathe, that's your choice. You make the decisions you wanna make. I'm not here to tell you, do this, do that. Like, okay, three more reps, three more reps. No, that's not what the fuck I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm pushing your limits, your boundaries, your thinking, and then I divide life into eight spokes. And from those spokes, we're able to build those foundations so that your wheel of life that continues rolling won't be fucking hitting potholes and deflating. They're gonna be built with shock absorbers and they're gonna be built with the ability to understand like, holy shit, I'm responsible for all this. Like, yeah, you are. Even though you've been taught from a young age that you're not responsible for really anything, let the government take care of everything. Let other people take care of everything. Let the car company take care of everything. Don't worry about maintenance. Don't do anything. Don't learn how to be self-sufficient. Let everyone else do it for you. And here we are. We live in a world where people have zero clue how to be self-accountable because it's always been a taboo. No, you don't talk about feelings. You don't talk about bad habits. You don't talk about this stuff. Shh. Don't talk about beliefs. Don't talk about politics and decision-making. Shh. It's a secret. Shh. And well, here we are. If it upsets you, if anything I said upsets you, well, I'm sorry. But I do recommend going to see a counselor because there's probably a good chance if what I'm saying is so offensive and you're angry and you think that I'm spreading horrible lies, go see a counselor. Because that is a mental issue to not be able to have a conversation. Just because someone mentions a topic that you're not a fan of or because it reflects your actions so then you get offended, just remember, everyone who doesn't act that way looks at the topic and says, yeah, that's actually a really good topic. It's good that you bring it up. The only people who don't like that you bring it up are the ones who are affected in a negative way by it. Oh, you're just trying to make rich people poor. I'm like, I've never at no point made any analogies between rich and poor. But that always comes up. It's amazing. That is always the go-to argument. And it's funny to hear people who think they're rich I'm sorry, if you have 2 million bucks or 10 million bucks, congratulations, you've done well. But you ain't a big player. Like you might be at the local restaurant, you might be the big player at your local pier, you might be the big player you know, on the golf course, but I'm talking on the world stage, you peanuts. You peanuts, my friend. 
So if you're going to go around using your swinging dick, that bubble will burst too one day, and I'm sure it already has. When you become very successful in your small community and you become like this big swinging dick or flappy vagina that you're the best, you're the best real estate agent in town. I make millions every year. And then you go to other big cities and other big countries and then you realize, holy fuck, I'm, I'm a fucking nobody. And these people all speak multiple languages. They all have fucking self-taught degrees. They all have fucking books they've written. Like there are people who have made money. They have a billion dollars worth and you're 10 million thinking you're some king shit fucker. So when you hear those people getting upset about stuff, you have to just say, hey, I get you're upset, but we're not talking about you, unless you're acting like that. But once you see it, then you can stop acting like a fucking cunt or asshole, and then recognize you have the choice to be a productive member of society too, and people like having rich, successful people in their community as long as they treat their community fairly. Like if you're rich and you go around and try to screw everyone and underpay them, go fuck yourself. Like you're a fucking, well that's how we became rich. Well then you don't deserve to be rich. Oh, you get to decide who gets rich? No, I don't, but the universe does. And by you acting like a piece of shit and maybe you own a company, the community can gather together and say, you know what guys, they're taking advantage of our community and you know, they don't even have a company that generates income in our city they just live here and use it and act like pricks let's not support anything they do or whatever i don't know like but it's the people together working together and it's not about being negative it's about being positive i feel like this one could go so much longer but i don't want it to and so i don't want it to end on a, a a bad note i want it to be on a sometimes we just have to look in the mirror and just because it doesn't feel good doesn't mean it's not a good thing if you have a pain on your body, by ignoring it doesn't make it better. So go to the doctors, go see a counselor. And when you're ready to acknowledge like, okay, let's have this thing removed or whatever the idea is, then you make the appointment. And then you know that if they say, okay, you don't eat for 18 hours before surgery, I need you to not drink water and blah, blah, blah. That is you helping yourself. Because if you don't listen to them and then you go into surgery and then they're like, oh, well, for fuck's sakes, we can't do, I don't know, the whole thing. And then they're like, well, fuck, we told you to do this to help you. And if you're not even helping yourself, then what's the point? And then you may say, well, that's exactly who gives a fuck. There is no point. I'm just here to exist until I fucking fade away in my couch. And then when I'm gone, who cares? And that's how some people feel. That's how some people act. And maybe that's how you feel. But I want you to know there's a whole world out there who want you to be part of it. And as you recognize that there's a connectivity in the universe and we're all together, all of us, no matter what your age is, no matter what your belief is, we're all connected. And at some point, we have to just be accountable for what we do. And whatever we do, hopefully, is productive to the unity of the collective consciousness. I could go so much longer and deeper and I'm sure there's a lot of questions. I feel like I've left it on more questions than ideas, but maybe that's what we gotta do. Leave them wanting more, right? Mind Surfer Radio. I hope you got your walk in, because again, that's the whole point of this podcast. I want you to go out twice a week, walk for an hour, do some exercise, work out your body, and exercise your mind with just changing some thoughts, adding ideas, adding perspectives. It's not about being upset with ourselves. It's not about 
being mad. It's about being, oh shit, maybe I've got a little work to do. Maybe I'm more responsible than I've been giving myself credit for. And that's it. So if you walk two hours a week, five kilometers per hour, that's 500 kilometers in a year. That's me helping you putting a positive effect into play. That's for free. Mind Surfer Radio is a free podcast that I spend one hour and a bit recording and then about five hours editing every episode for free to give people the motivation to get off their fucking ass and go for a fucking walk. And if you're listening to this while doing other stuff, like whatever, I, I don't care. But if you're just sitting on your couch, mindlessly zombified listening to me, fuck you. Get the fuck up and go for a fucking walk because you're doing the opposite of what I'm trying to do. And if you're upset and blah, blah, like whatever, be offended. Like if you're, if you're bedridden and you can't move, you know I'm not talking about you. And you're not offended because you're like, yeah, I get it. But when I am able to get up, fuck, I am going to listen to this again. And we're going to fucking make this shit happen. Yo. But yeah, man, that's what we're going to do. I love you. I hope this inspired you to just realize that you're not alone. There's a lot of us going through some hard things. And a lot of us have made bad decisions based on foolish information we were given. We are waking up that we have more choice and more ability to make changes than we realize. And it all starts when we take a look at the crumbled life around us or the crumbling, or you may think that everything's perfect. And if you take a moment and analyze your whole life and everything's perfect, then fucking you should be thanking the good Lord above or the universe or whoever you believe the higher power. Because if everything is exactly the way you wanted, and there's a lot of people I know who have that. I am not saying it's not possible. Just be so grateful. Hug your wife a little harder tonight, or your kids just a little more. Tell a few extra jokes. Dance a silly dance in the kitchen while you're making supper, and the kids are gonna be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you being so silly? And then guess what? That silly moment is gonna become a memory when they're 25, 30, and they're like, remember dad? When you used to do that little silly dance in the kitchen? I'll always remember that. Like how many people don't even do that? How many people don't even create memories for their children? It's like, oh, child, get the fuck out of my way. I only put you in this world for you to be my little servant. Now, get on all your fours and let me put your feet on your back. Okay, go get me a beer. Blah, 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 blah. The times, they are changing. There was a time that that was just the way it was, but there's a time where it won't be like that anymore. On that note, have a great day. All the best. Surf's up. Namaste. Ooh, 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 ooh.